going on everybody? We're back. It's Dustin and Preston. This is our episode four, I believe. Preston, four? It, it is. Episode right, four. Episode four. Uh, we've got quite a bit to talk about today. Uh, just various things. We talked about last episode, we were going to talk about more about each other. Uh, I think I think not necessarily going to make this episode all about me, but I think we're going to talk about my interests, my likes, my hobbies this episode, and next episode I think Preston's going to take the uh, the reins on that one. So, mm-hmm. that being said, mm-hmm. this is us, November Zone, and let's get right into it. What's going on to all of our listeners out there? We have got a doozy today. We do. We have kind of a kind of a special episode, I would say, more so on the um, the movie side, aka James Bond 007. So we're going to. It just so happens to be, anyways, Dustin's kind of go-to, I guess, in a sense. Ever since I've known him, he's loved it. I believe he even has a tattoo of him as well. So he's, he's all in, in that aspect. We're going to, we're going to talk about, you know, mostly about stuff that, you know, pertains to, to Dustin and, and, you know, his favorite things as well. And like we said a couple episodes ago, or I guess it was last episode as well, that we were going to talk more about each other. So, so since the last time y'all listened to us, a national championship for the, for the college football. What happened? Yep. Um, what do you What do you think about that game between Alabama and Georgia? I was kind of worried when I saw Alabama beat them the first time. I was like, "Well, I guess Georgia probably isn't as cracked up as as everybody says they are." But right. but no, that's not the case. And uh, obviously, Alabama's a really good team, anyways. You know, to begin with, well, I just kind of felt like it was going to. I really feel like it was going to be more one-sided. You know what I mean? Like it, the game was kind of close. Uh, it was it was real slow at first. It was just nobody was really doing anything. And then, like most of the games that we've been watching lately, it just it was kind of like a fourth fourth quarter performance. Yeah, that's exactly what it was. Yeah, they. It, it was like you said. It was really close. Pretty fair matched. Tons of field goals. And then all of a sudden it was like a light switch got flicked on and, and George was like, all right, we're done. Let's just go ahead and finish it up. Right. Yeah. I mean, it, it was honestly, I was, I was glad to see Georgia win because they haven't won. Uh, I can't remember what the actual date was, but it's been a while, you know, because we always see the, the Clemsons and the Alabama in the last five, six years. LSU. LSU. Well, they kind of squealed in. That was a fluke deal. They just had a very, very good team for one year. i say in the past but, ten years, though, it's – I mean, it's, it's always it's been, been the SEC. A, it's been a one or the <laughs> other. <laughs> yeah. So, SEC or Clemson, so. But, I mean, like I said, I mean, th- those both those teams deserve to be in there. Definitely Georgia. They played their asses off all year. Uh, it was just, it was just kind of one of those things where, oh boy, you know, another SEC showdown. But, anyways, that's just the, that's the day and age that we're yeah. in right now. Yeah, yeah. Especially now with all this new, 
uh, NIL stuff, you know, name, image, likeness. People are pretty much, they'll pay their way in. It's it's hard to, it's going to be hard in the next few years, you know, because these these teams are able to put together like almost a super team in a sense because, you know, Texas is offering crazy money for linemen and, you, you know, different, I mean, different schools in general are, are giving people, you know, these offers, Hey, come play with us, you know, for such and such money. And I think the, the, the talk of the, the town right now for that single person is Caleb Williams, you know, yeah. obviously, obviously it looks like he's gone. And I think he's, he he's really, he's really like toying with OU people at this point. Cause you know, they're like, you know, they're like, are you going to go? Are you going to stay? What are you doing? You know, let us know, you know, and it's, mm-hmm. I think that's, I think that's so kind of, so I'll bring some insight to that. So what they're doing is they're basically waiting to hear what everybody knows what's going to happen. He's going to join USC. So they need to know, okay, are we going to trash this kid or are we going to not trash him as much? Does that make sense? Like, I don't think he's going to get off scotch-free for leaving, but I definitely know that they're going to stone him for going to USC. Oh, yeah, they will. And it's crazy, you know, the majority of the people are like, oh, God, you know, you know, talking so good about him throughout the year. And then as soon as – he says he's going to USC. They'll be like, oh, he's a, he's a snake just like Riley was. He's trash, next man up, all this stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, he's horrible. And, yeah, so – but here, here's the thing. The, I understand – you know, everybody's like there's no loyalty like there used to be, you know, back you know back then, you know, you stuck with the team and, and things like that. Well, back then is, is not now anymore. It's 100% different than what it used to be. I mean, it's, it's, it's night and day difference. So do I blame them? No, I don't. But at the same time, it's kind of like, all right, man, you kind of know you're gone. Just say you're gone. You know, let's just, let's just, you know, get it over and done with. But I mean, I'm sorry, but if I'm in college and somebody says, Hey, here's a million dollars, come play with us. I'm gone. See ya. See ya. And even, and even as a parent, I mean, what do you take? Take, I mean, we're we're young guys, and we can think back to how we would feel in their shoes. But also, we're both parents. Put yourself in that situation. As a parent, your son has this huge opportunity. What what exactly can what exactly would you say to not? What am I trying to say? Like, what would you what would you do in that situation to to not keep them from? I mean, you're, you're always going to want your kids to better yourself. And that's right. the thing is but, like, and you don't, you don't want to, you don't want to say, man, that's a lot of money, you know, cause you don't want to make it all about money. But at the same time, you're like, dude, you're, you, you'd be a dumbass not to go. Oh yeah. I mean, if, you know, if my kids got offered, you know, something like that, I'd say you need to go ahead and go. I mean, really, because right. if you think about it, this is going to get your future started a lot faster. This money right, right now that you're making, this ain't the big check. The big check yeah. comes another two or three years, you so know. That, when that's you, another that that brings up a good point. So that that alone brings up okay, cool. Who who can who can pay me big right now? But okay, let me get that money out of my vision right now. Okay, who's who's going to better me 
to prep me for the NFL? Who's going to, who's going to set me up right to that way I can actually go somewhere and make the big bucks. Like Caleb Williams, he's taken care of. Okay. He's good enough. He'll do, he'll do good enough anywhere and he'll go high in the draft or whatever. So be it, whatever, you know, go to USC, go to, go to UCLA. Who cares? You're not going to win a national championship, but just your, just your skill level is going to get you in, in, in the NFL. But say you're not the Caleb Williams, you're the other guy. Mm-hmm. You're, you're out hounding. Okay. Hey, this guy, I mean, they're, they're setting me up with some endorsements. I'm going to make, I'm going to make $450,000. Okay. Cool. Well, where are you going to, are you going somewhere that's going to put you on the map to be able to at least get invited to the NFL Combine? You know, Combine. You know what I'm t- you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, I do. But I mean, then at the same time, it's as long as you just do good, you know, right. in a, in a sense. But that also goes back to what you said: what team is going to better, you know, better groom me, you know, for going to NFL? Because if you're the best player on the team. That's all fine and dandy, but if you don't have a line that can block worth the crap, then it doesn't even matter because you're not going to be able to do anything. So, I mean, two, it's two words. Two words for you: blue blood. Be actually three words: blue blood program. Yeah, it should. It, I mean, it, it really should. So I don't know. That's the thing, though. These schools that are offering this money to him, they better pray to God he's he's as good as he was this year. I mean, we, yeah. what happened to Spencer Rattler for whatever reason? Well, the th- you know, it the was thing like, is, he, he can only do so much. Like, I understand, like, I don't, I, I, I can't name another person that was on the same team with Lamar Jackson. Um, Lamar Jackson did very well. He went to Louisville. Louisville's a, a basketball school. Um, they, they do well in basketball. They don't do very well in football. I mean, they don't have a terrible program, but they're just, when you think of college football, Louisville is just not in the same sentence. You know what I mean? Exactly. That's not. And as well as he did and was able to, you know, get drafted high and he's had a very, very, very good career in the NFL. It, it, I'm not, I'm not comparing. Caleb Williams to him, but it's in the same, it's in the same, uh, type, you know what I mean? Type of player. Yeah. Same realm. Realm. Thank you. Yeah, for sure. I mean, wherever he ends up going, he, he should be good no matter what, but yeah, I don't know. It'll, it'll be interesting to see where he, to where he, where he ends up. I mean, so I, who knows, the, one, really? the one thing that I don't like about this whole thing is that it's almost giving them an easy out. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's college was like, so every, t- every time I would be like, okay, so you talk to somebody, they say, you know, I really don't like NFL just because, you know, the, the motivation and the drive isn't there anymore. They've got the money. Yeah, the competition is not as there as much a, as it is. Right. They they have the contract. They're already guaranteed money, all this stuff. And then you go, and they're like, that's why I like college because they're hungry. They come from nothing. They haven't made it yet that 
They have, you know, they're trying to name their paycheck in the NFL. They're trying to have their, they have their future ahead of them. They know what they're working for. Yeah. And you're taking that out of the college, college, um, you know, that aspect of it. Yeah. It's exactly. That's one thing I don't like about this whole, this whole system. And that's the thing, you know, it's not the same college football players pay. Cool. You know, these kids, they're not struggling, whatever, but it takes the motivation and the drive out. And I really think we kind of saw that with, uh, with, um, uh, uh, Spencer Rattler. Hell yeah. He got Spencer Sanders, but Spencer Rattler. Yeah. He got two cars on the house. You know, and everybody right. he, was praising at his feet. He went baller status over the summer, and then it really showed this uh, this um, fall. You know, whenever we first start, whenever you first started, they were like, "Man, Spencer Rattler, he's the man. He he's the next best thing." OU football, he is OU football, and then shows up and he lays a freaking egg. Yeah, he does That's because the money just went straight to his head. Yeah, it it was. But, I mean, it but, it happens. He didn't really seem like he was, I don't know. I feel like I'm pretty good at reading people, but right. he just seems kind of like a person who thinks he knows best no matter what in general. Yeah. Like, he doesn't like, you know, taking orders from people or authority and cocky. stuff like that. And, and this year might have might have changed that in his head. It was like, well, um, if I continue to keep acting like this, then I might not have a future because no NFL team is going to want to dump all this money into somebody who's going to, you know, do the same thing and not take stuff seriously. Yeah. Well, I guess we'll see. We'll see how he does next season. He he so, might be good. Who knows? I think he yeah, has the he. Yeah. I think he has the potential, but I think his mind is not right. I mean. South Carolina, they have uh, they have a good they have a good program. You know, I, I know they haven't haven't done much. I mean, it's still an SEC uh, team. You know, so I mean, see. I think it'd be safe to say, dude might have the strongest arm in college football. Yeah, I think he can whip it wherever he wants to. Yeah. Yeah, and he's kind of like the – I'd compare him to like Jalen Hurts, you know, how he was. He's He's got some movement to him, but he's not a – he's not a scrambling quarterback. He no, can he still can't. Stay in the, he can still stay in the pocket and just sling it. But if he if he gets pushed out or flushed out or whatever, he, he's, he can handle himself on his feet. So, but – He'll be he'll be fine. I think he'll be good. Yeah. I, I honestly, I'll be uh, – I'll be anxious to see how that goes for him. I will too, because isn't uh, is is Theo Weiss going with them too? I was actually just looking at all OU's transfer portal where all they landed. I know, yeah, who? I know we had. Uh, I think Jaden Jaden Hazelwood went to Air, or um, Arkansas Razorbacks. Uh, which I mean, hey, their their program was good last year, but I'm afraid it's going to be kind of like one of those things where they had a bunch of returning kids with the COVID uh, stuff that happened and the people getting their time back and stuff. I think that was kind of like kind of 
kind of like the OSU situation last year. They had a bunch of returning uh, fifth-year seniors and people who got their time back with COVID. Yeah. They have, they've moved on. So I think that's kind of what uh, Arkansas's, Arkansas's uh, situation was this year. Yeah, but, it, I mean, it was uh, Austin, Austin Stogner who's going to South Carolina as well. Yeah, because um, – um, South Carolina's new coach, uh, he, he's the coach of Oklahoma. I can't remember his name. I'm looking it up right now. But, uh, let's see. Uh, sh- I should know this. I've been listening all about it. But, but, um, so he, he was actually, yeah, he was actually a coach at, um, OU. Let's see. Coach Beamer. Coach Beamer. So OU's uh, OU's quarterback, or I'm sorry, OU's uh, coach. He was a tight ends coach. That's why Stogner went with him. Which he was a good coach, and obviously good enough for for a pretty well known program to pick him up for their head coach, first year head coach. So he'd never been a head coach before. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I I I've heard a lot of people really liking Shane Beamer. He um, he'd been he'd been at Oklahoma since I think 2018. I feel like I'll be I feel like I'll be watching a lot more teams next year, just from Mm -hmm. different people going to different places. Well, yeah, and it kind of it kind of gives you, you know, kind of gives you you want to see how how some of these players, you know play you know what I'm what I'm trying to say how some of these players obviously they knew there's a reason why they wanted to go to this program let's see let's see if they actually you know succeed there so I'll be I'll be uh, I'll be interested to see how it goes and sometimes the players just really good they're just not good with that type of offense or defense they're playing with Right. So, you know, obviously if a school is looking, looking for a certain individual, I feel like they have a good idea of like, hey, you know, this person runs this, you know, this type of offense really well. We want this person to play in it. So right. we, so, we shall see next year. Cool. All right. Well, let's shift over to some NFL. Uh, we're, we're in the uh, wild card weekend. Uh Side note, we are a little bit behind on our recording, but that's just how life goes. So, um, so we're here. Let's see. This is Wild Card Weekend NFL. That's actually, some good games. Quite a bit of there's actually quite a bit of NFL left. Did you see the date of um, the Super Bowl this year? No, I'm like it's late. I think it's late. Yeah, they said it was. Is it like February 10th or something? No, it's later. Yeah, it's hold on. Might be it's mid February though, isn't it? I think the third week. Oh uh, no, you're right. It's the thirteenth. It's the day before the thirteenth. It's the day before uh Valentine's Day. I mean still I it's almost a month is, left. <laughs> yeah. That's which good. It's crazy. I love that. Because they still have they still have um they still have the uh the Pro Bowl game, which they're actually gonna have. Yeah, so, last year they didn't. Right, they're actually and um, what's crazy is I don't know if you knew this, which you may have. 
don't remember if we've ever talked about it. So one thing I really love about the Pro Bowl week, have you ever seen the uh, the Pro Bowl games? What do you mean, like the actual games that they play? So on Pro Bowl week, like the week leading up to the game, they do these like team uh, games where they'll play like dodgeball. They'll do uh, uh, like a quarterback competition where it's like a passing competition where they'll do like these moving oh, targets and you have to hit them. Yes, I know exactly what uh, you're talking have about. Have you seen some of that stuff? Yeah, I, I've I've watched some older clips of 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 previous years. It's been so a while I, since I've looked at it. I actually read not too long ago that they are going to have those games this year. Good. So I'm actually pretty I'm actually pretty excited about that. That's good. I, I, I felt like that was pretty cool. Yeah, I do like stuff like that. I remember, I think, watching one of, like, Tom Brady or – no, it wasn't Tom Brady. I think it was um, – oh, man. I just drew a blank. Uh, Russell Wilson. I think it was one of mm-hmm. Russell Wilson. And dude was an animal at, like, the throwing competition. I don't think anybody can mess with him. So, I don't know what year that was, but one year that I watched on the throwing competition – I'll give you one guess who you think may have been the number one. Is he a current player? Mm-hmm. <laughs> was it Mahomes? No. Rogers. Derek Carr. Derek Carr. Yeah, he's he's good. He's very he good. Blasted them. I I do remember that he went up of um he he challenged somebody and destroyed them. <laughs> I can't remember. I've seen that. Um, yes. Oh my gosh! I, I need. Are to, you looking it up? Yes, I am looking it up right now. Look it up because it, it was funny because he he won that whole entire QB competition that one year. I, it might have been 2019, maybe. I th- I'm looking <clears> at one right now. Let's see if this is. I'm looking at one 2018, right now, okay. and he's literally hitting everything he's throwing. Yeah. Yeah, it, it was 2018. Derek Carr wins precision passing competition. That, 2018 NFL Pro Bowl. Yeah, he is. He is a good one. No, he's good. He didn't. Uh, he didn't look so good yesterday, though, huh? No, poor guy. Oh, though you have to think, what what the Raiders go through this year? Gosh, they went through so much. Yes, they did. They so lost I mean, their coach. They lost their best wide receiver. Wide receiver. And then they lost. Um, who who else did they? Who? Um, I don't remember. You may know. Well, I was I was just or I was just watching something. They were talking about it, and oh man, I can't remember. They lost somebody else. It might have been another another wide receiver uh, to like an injury or something. Yeah, to an injury. Um. I don't know. Man, I cannot I can't remember. <clears throat> I'm I know their, blank. their tight end's pretty good. Waller. Mm-hmm. Was it him? I really can't remember. Dad gum. Darren Waller? Man, I cannot think of it whatsoever. I mean anyways, but yeah, they they did not look too good yesterday. No, they didn't. They didn't. But, um, 
yesterday as in Saturday, uh, today, tonight, I, I guess, uh, you're... Your Chiefs look pretty good, huh? Chiefs came through. I was I was kind of worried for a second in the first quarter because nobody was scoring whatsoever. And then they ran some trick play, and it, it ended up a fumble. Their limbs picked it back up. And then he fumbled it again, and T.J. Watt picked it up and ran like 30 yards for a touchdown. Oh, and yeah. I was like, oh, my gosh, are you kidding me? Yeah, so – uh, second quarter, they turned it up, and then third, fourth quarter, they pretty much put it away. I think, it was, yeah, it was 21-42. So it was kind of like a bye week, just like the Bucks had it as well, because it was, what, 31-16 for them. So, I mean, I, I honestly thought it was going to be a little closer tonight versus, versus the Steelers, because... You know, even though it is Big Ben's last game, I thought he was going to show out, and they had uh, right. Ju- Juju was back. You know, yeah, I so I was that. like, I was like, okay, you know, it might be a different game, but they took care of him. But I, I think next week's going to be a doozy: the Bills and Chiefs. Oh, so man. yes, uh, before we, before we go forward, I definitely, I definitely felt like. Kansas City was going to demolish Pittsburgh because I think Pittsburgh kind of has slid by this this season and they kind of got lucky. Like and last yeah, year, I may I may kind of be well. Last year, Brown Browns handled them first round. Exactly, but I kind of might be so, a little bit biased be, just because I am a Browns fan. But just just by watching Pittsburgh, I kind of knew Kansas City, obviously being who they are, was going to handle them. And I definitely knew Tampa Bay was going to handle the Eagles. I knew that was kind of a, a, a given on that one. But the, the, this San Francisco and Dallas game, buddy, <laughs> I really, I really, I really thought the Cowboys had it. Like yeah, I, I, know, I did too. I know the Cowboys' schedule was just not that great this year, given how many you know their record. But I really, their defense is so solid. I just really thought that they could handle the Forty ers because the Forty ers are good and they have some very good key players. And Jimmy G knows how to show up to a, a high profile game. I'll give him that, but. I on paper, I really thought the Cowboys could actually at least get through this first round. I say first round through this wild card series to you know through the Forty ers I yeah. really felt like that was a very good matchup. I, I did too. I really did. I was really surprised. But when I watched Forty ers play last week, they're playing like really good, and I'm like, okay, they might be giving the Cowboys a little bit, a little bit of run for their money. But I still kind of thought I was like, well, the Cowboys. They're home. They're at their house. They should have right. them. No that's, big deal. That's what I'm saying. And then the I was like, "What's going on?" You know, they were. I was like, "What is this? <laughs> it?" Just looked too bad. And maybe, you know, I don't know. Obviously, something got exposed today, and they they were dropping balls left and right. Right. I mean, uh, it was Zach was not on his on no, his game. No, he wasn't. He was like he was nervous. It seemed like. It he was just super nervous, probably because he was like Jerry Jones said, well, 
you're gone after this one, buddy. See if you don't win. Who knows? You know, he likes to fire he may people. Have. He's, he loves crazy to fire like people. That. So I really feel bad because I, I knew they weren't going to win at all, but I really thought they were going to at least make it into the playoff divisional round. Part. Yeah, divisional yeah. round. Exactly. I did, I did too. I really did. Because, the, you know, but that, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I that that Debo Samuel dude on 49ers, he ain't he's no awesome. punk. That dude is good. He's good. Yes, he's good. And that Ayuk guy, the uh, I think his name is Brandon Ayuk. Yeah, Brandon, he's, he's good. good. Very good receiver. And I ha- actually had their, uh, their running back on my fantasy this year. Um, I I'm drawing a blank of his name. But that's he was that's Debo. I mean, he was good. Well, no. So I think it was the guy who was who was uh, filling in for him. Let me look. Let me look. Cause, no, Evan Mitchell. That's him. De- Debo is a uh, Debo's a uh, wide receiver. Is he? Yeah. Well, they were like playing him as like a running back. I thought tonight. Well, no, he did. He did some uh, some swing, some swing stuff, and and they have to with him because, and I'll go. Oh, yeah, I I really thought he was running back. It so, seemed like he was using. So I'm, I was really, like, hmm. I'm really glad you brought that up because that that is a very very smart play right there. Those those uh, wide receiver like swing routes and stuff like that. Yeah. Be- whenever you have somebody like that. Like as a high profile wide wide receiver that you are always getting double coverage on, start start running those plays because if you if you kind of disguise it as as like a a switch and and you know I, I know I'm not saying that right but if you um, if you disguise that as as like a like your you're moving your play around a little bit, and then you start running that as like what we saw tonight. That that's actually very very uh, successful for that because it there's only so much you can do whenever you're double covered, and you know I, I really wish the Browns would have done that with like uh, with OBJ whenever they had him because. You know, he can never get open because he had two people on him. It's like, well, you gotta start mixing it up, you know. Let you know, run some, run some screen passes with him a little bit, and then you know, maybe run a in and end around, you know, and get and pass it here. Excuse me, flip him the ball. Yeah, uh, when those wide receivers they get going, they're fast, obviously. Yeah. So when you're, yeah. you know, when you're coming around the outside, it's hard yes. for anybody because it's kind of like a run screen. <clears throat> You know, so you take it with the wide receiver, right. you take it, and you're gone. And the Chiefs do that with Tyreek Hill as well because yes, he's so fast. It, works. it does. It, it works. It's work. It's really good for like first down, like uh, third and three or third and five or something like that right. because they can get around that corner and they're more likely going to get it. Right, and it's the easiest way to give your playmakers the ball. If your playmakers are wide receiver, he's double covered. You're you risk throwing a. An easy pick because you know if they if they do a QB read they know you're going to hit your your best man, so you do one of those direct direct uh, snaps or like a inner round where you pitching the ball, 
you got in the ball. Okay, you know, showcase your skills. Let's see what you got. You know, yep. let's get that yardage. And it worked for him tonight. It, it did. Really did. It worked Only really once. well. Yeah, it worked really well. Yeah, I don't know. I was just – I don't know why I thought he was a running back. But – Because, you know, well, you know why? Because if you haven't watched uh, San Francisco much this year, which, which you probably I, yeah, haven't. I haven't. Because you know, nobody really has. You know, that's the kind of stuff that, you know – it. It probably threw them for a loop too. They're like, golly, we didn't we didn't watch film on that. He's got a kind of bigger build too for a wide receiver. Mm-hmm. He's more stocky than usual wide receivers. Yeah. He's good. He's good. And that and that Evan Mitchell. He I had him on my uh, or I'm sorry, Elijah Mitchell. Um he I had him on my uh fantasy this year. He he did really well for me. Yeah, it was good. that that was a running back. He he's actually their I don't know if he's their primary. I can't. I can't remember. They may have. They they went through some weird running this year. Uh, obviously, they have Trey Sermon. I can't remember who their number one is. It's it's weird. Um, I want to say maybe uh, Raheem Mostert. I think that Mostert Mostert. I can't remember. I, I can't remember if he's if he's their know. number one or not. But I, I mean know. they they've. They have a bunch of uh, of running backs on their on their roster. Yeah, they do. But that that Elijah, I mean Elijah Mitchell, he may have the number one spot next year. But but anyways, yeah, I was kind of sad. I kind of I kind of wish the Cowboys had at least made it past their wild card game. I, I really felt like they could handle the the 49ers and just those those early mistakes that they made and if they had played the same tempo that they had that la- uh, the second half they could have probably handled it yep you got to play four quarters though not two of them yeah and then uh, Cardinals Rams tomorrow Monday Car- yeah Monday Cardinals Rams that'll be a very good game I think Rams are just um, going to give it to them you think so yeah I don't know. I don't know. Then again, it's going to be an even matchup. It, it might be, but then again, they're not. The Cardinals aren't playing at home, and they like no. lose all the time at home for some reason. So, I and they have not played like they usually do. Is is Hopkins is still out, or can he play? He's done, isn't he? I can't remember. That would be in their yeah, best interest if he could. I doubt it, though. No, he's out. Is he out? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's out. Yeah, I mean, you you may be right. Rams may just go ahead and give it to him on that one. I don't know. I mean, Matthew Stafford ain't looking too bad. No, he ain't. He's not. Which now I, he's away from I've the... always felt like he's a very good quarterback. You know, his early – his early days at Detroit, he looked – he was good. I've watched some old videos of him. I'm like, man, but he just – he didn't have the right coaching under him. And uh, once – obviously, you know, uh, once he came over to the Rams, you know, they, they, they've they had – they the last, I think, two years they've been in the – either the playoff or, you know, in the – postseason both times and um, I'm drawing a blank on their coach's name it's Matt something there's 
Or no, I'm sorry. He's another Sean. There's like a bunch oh, of Sean McVeigh. Sean McVeigh, good job. Uh, under Sean McVeigh, I mean, he he's a good coach. He you is. Know, he's he's a he's an offensive guy. Uh, I think he knows quarterbacks. So, and obviously, we've seen Matthew Stafford do very well there. So, which he's a good quarterback. He just he is. It's, it's one of those things where you may not have the right play calling and the right coaching under you. So, I mean, let, let's just be for real. I mean, most everybody in the NFL, they're good. Oh, yeah. You know, they just have to have, they have to hone in on their skills, you know, coaching wise. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think, right. I don't know. I just have a feeling that he will, or not he, but the Rams will give it to the, to the Cardinals. I didn't know. DeAndre Hopkins is 29 years old. For some reason, I thought he was younger, but he has he has been in the league for a while. Yeah, yeah. But I didn't uh, I didn't wasn't even thinking. I was like, damn, he's kind of old. I honestly thought he's a little bit older than that, but I, I don't know. I, I always think of Larry Fitzgerald when I think I was, of him. That's exactly what I was gonna say. I was like, I'm, I might be thinking of Larry, but yeah. But oh, Larry. I really, I, I really didn't think uh, I really didn't think Buffalo would beat the. Patriots that easy. They uh, hurt them. They was, paddled them. a little bit of a surprise. They paddled them. Yeah. <laughs> yes, they, they did. Josh Allen, he looked pretty decent this year. He had his games where he kind of looked, uh, I don't know about this, but they Which came out swinging. Like towards the end there. Yeah, it was. I was kind of getting worried. I was like, man, are they even going to make the, the you know, the playoff or the wild card even? And exactly. And they kind of picked it up a little bit, but, you know, the last – year, I mean, you would have never thought they would be questioned. No, no. But. Yeah, that's that's going to be a damn good game come next week. Chiefs and yes. Bills. It really, because I'm pretty sure, yeah, the Bills, number one defense. Right. Mm-hmm. So. Right. And, but it's funny, too, because the Chiefs also sense I believe they just do a stat up. It was week six or seven to week 18 uh, allowed fewest points in the NFL because they were first. I'm sorry. They were dead last in, in allowing teams to, to score on them. They were the worst. They were the worst in the, yeah, from like week one to six or something like that. They were the worst in the NFL. And then like, uh, Steve Spagnola, their defensive coordinator, was like, "No, we're, we got we're done here," and they went to first somehow. It was weird. Okay. That is very weird. Yeah. So they just turned it around. Yeah, he was like, "Ah, we're done here." Yeah, it's yeah. so it, it it should be, and then Kansas City has number one offense. Yeah, yeah that that that's what I'm saying. Like ah. Uh, I really enjoyed the NFL season. I didn't used to really care for NFL, but I kind of, kind of got a team, you know, that I followed, and I definitely follow other teams also because you get more into it because you wanted to kind of know what other teams are doing to know, you know, what's going on, whatever your team may play them or what's go or whatever or what else, mm-hmm. but. Um, you know, as in any sport, you know, the postseason is going to get pretty exciting. You know, oh, I love it. So, and then, 
I'll see Green Bay had a bye and Tennessee Titans had a bye. So they also play. The Titans snuck in there, it seems like. Holy. And then, hey, and Derrick Henry's back. That's what I'm saying. Hey, here's the thing. He he could have came back. So if they if they had a play, he's been ready to come back for like two weeks now. So this gave them, however they pulled this out, they gave him an extra week on top of what he was already ready for. So that, that's, that's be, interesting. Uh, I'm ready to see him play again to see if he's, you know, if he's still sharpened or I'm, I'm sure he is. Oh, yeah. He's been out. Let's see. He's he. Um, I, I I saw a thing the other day where we were looking at the so so they kind of cut off all the stats. Obviously they they cut them off at week when it used to be week sixteen, week seventeen stats. All the postseason stats don't count towards their total uh, year stats. Um, oh, on Derrick Henry. Yeah, he so had like crazy been, yardage that, right before he yes. got hurt. Yes, so I saw that. He um, he's still ranked like number seven, I believe, on the uh, top ten. November second, he had surgery. Okay, so he hasn't. He hasn't. So they played the Halloween game. He broke his right foot on the Halloween game. So since October thirtieth. 31st, I'm sorry, Halloween night, he broke his foot. He had surgery on November 2nd. Since then, or on that time, he was the leading rusher at 937 yards. So that that puts that puts them, I can't remember what week that was. That's That's ridiculous. Yeah, so that that's that ridiculous. Been, <laughs> that would that's have been dumb. week. That been week eleven. Okay. The and then where's he August, at right now? Sorry, week eight. Week eight. So week eight, he got hurt. That's almost half of a season. That's one. Like I said, you, week sixteen used to be the cutoff. Now they did week seventeen. I don't know why, but they. They had a week seventeen. He's been out ten weeks year. then, and he still was in the top ten of the leading rushers of the NFL. Which, by the way, which I know we're really talking a lot about NFL, and like I said, we had a lot to talk about this episode. There's a lot going on right now in football. I mean, it's the end of it. We like we you know obviously we like football and stuff. So there's. Crazy right. stuff, especially postseason. It it pops off. That's where that's where stuff starts really, you know, getting crazy. So if if you're a big football or NFL fan or just happen to watch NFL, you you know that the Jacksonville Jaguars were complete dumpster fire this year. They just were not good. They've they had um they have the number one pick with Trevor Lawrence. They had a new coach with Urban Meyer. Um, everybody had high expectations for him, and they just totally did not live up to No, they did not. Whatsoever. Trash. And they they uh, they kind of made it to where, kind of like the Lions, they made it to where if you, whenever you played them this year, 
you're if that team that you're playing, that team had one thing on their mind, like I cannot let this team beat me. They are the worst in the NFL, and it would look like a an absolute slap to the face if they beat us. Yep. And what did the Colts do? The poor Colts. They've been doing pretty good this year. They were in, buddy. They were in the freaking playoff, the picture. This was a free game. It really was. Like, they, they, all they had to do was hold them off for two hours. Hold the Jaguars off. That's it. That's all you had to do. They didn't have a head coach. They fired it. And what happens? They, the Jaguars beat them. But what I'm getting to is, I have to, I have to, to give it up to old Jonathan Taylor. This sucker almost put in two thousand yards of rushing this whole year. Yeah, eighteen hundred and eleven yards. Yeah, that's getting it. And the so so I'm looking at the the top. I'm just going to stop at 10. The, the list I pulled up is the entire NFL. So Jonathan Taylor, he has 1,800 yards uh, for the year, which is awesome. The next is uh, Nick Chubb at 1,259. So there's... It's a 600-yard difference. It, it's a little less than 600, but yes, we'll say 600 yards less. Is that not insane? Dude, that's nuts. Yeah, that's how you, that's how you, that, that's how you know you don't have a throwing game. That's that's pretty much two. That's pretty much two game difference for the most part. That's that's, that's wild. a good game to get three hundred yards a game. Yeah, that's crazy. It, it was absolutely insane. I just, <clears throat> I definitely wanted to conclude our NFL segment with uh, giving it up to Jonathan Taylor because that was actually pretty impressive. Yeah, that's all that. That's not the easiest thing to do. So, Jonathan Taylor is number one, two, Nick Chubb, three, Joe Mixon, which is actually pretty cool. Uh, which, by the way, the Bengals, they're, they're doing pretty good. Yes, they, they, uh, they They made their game, so they're they're in it. So, I'll, uh, I'll be interested to see how they go. They're, they've got a pretty good little team. Um, they're just mis- they're just missing Ocho Cinco. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes, they are. Um, Najee Harris, number four. Dalvin Cook, five. Uh, Antonio Gibson, six. Ezekiel Elliott, seven. Elijah Mitchell, eight. Derrick Henry, nine. So there, there you go. For a man who has not played since week eight. Ten weeks. <laughs> ten weeks. You still made it in the top ten. That's that's insane. Yeah. And then number ten, Damian Harris from the Patriots. Yeah, that's insane. So that's the that's the top ten leading rushers, which I mean we could go through all the ending stats, but We've got to we got to move on. So we are. Uh, what do you say we take a quick break, and uh, when we come back, we'll we'll uh, we'll jump into we'll do some dust and stuff, double O seven stuff. The, the all about me <laughs> segment. <laughs> so yeah, cool. Let's take a quick break. Uh, message from our sponsor. 
Sound good? Yeah, let's go ahead and do it. This basketball season, pick a Reese Slam Dunk with Boomerang Diner. What better way to celebrate your hoop dreams than with the type of delicious diner food that dreams are truly made of? With our famous fried mushrooms, crunchy chicken fried steak, fresh fries, and mouth-watering burgers, you can always hit a buzzer beater at Boomerang Diner. Dribble on down for a plate full of the best food made from the best ingredients served in the best neighborhood diners in Oklahoma. Boomerang Diner. It all starts here. Hey, what's going on, everybody? We're back from our commercial break, and now we're gonna we're kind of gonna step into the the world of ourselves in a sense. We're gonna go ahead and um, grill Dustin a little bit about you know about him, about some things he likes, um, you know, different stuff like that, and just to get to know him better. And I guess next episode he's gonna do the same thing to me, and yeah. we're going to yeah, that's that's what we're gonna do. We're gonna everybody get to know us a little bit better and you know just yeah just to familiarize yourself with us a little bit so go ahead put me in the firing so i don't give a shit all right well here we go are you ready for this yeah okay question number one no not not really not really no go ahead yeah so i guess let's just start off with a generic question tell us a little bit about yourself Okay. So, my name is Dustin. Last name doesn't matter. We're from Oklahoma, me and Preston both. Uh, I grew up here. I, I would say born and raised, but I was actually born in South Carolina. I know it's kind of a, a weird thing. My dad was in the military, so I was born on a military base. Uh, grew up here in Oklahoma. Had a pretty much normal childhood. Uh I am a father of three beautiful children, um, married, uh, mm-hmm. ten, ten and a half years into my current, probably, life career. A uh, little bit about myself, I have quite a few hobbies, I'm kind of one of those people who kind of flip hobbies. It's kind of what I'm interested in. I'm into at the point at that point. Um, I've kind of always been into hunting. I know that's kind of a an odd for my character, but I've always kind of enjoyed hunting. No, you're from Oklahoma. Um, that's that's how it's supposed to be. Yeah, yeah, hunting. Uh, don't don't necessarily enjoy f- fishing as much as I do hunting, but I do kind of like to fish. You like catching or um, fishing? I like catching. Okay, and, yeah, for sure. And, and fishing kind of sucks. Catching is awesome. Yeah. My ADD doesn't I mean, allow it. It, it. So, so anyways, yeah. Um, pretty much like any other. Um, I hate I hate to put this. Uh, hate to put this title on us, but we are. Uh, uh, shoot what what is our what is our generation? Um. Unfortunately, we're millennial. We are millennials, so... Uh, but we have we older love, souls than that. We do, yeah, we are. But we do enjoy some video games, so I do like video games. 
um, pretty much any kind of video game. Uh, let's see. Um, I kind of, I kind of dabbled into almost every kind of like, I guess you could call it a fad. Um, I, I was into, I was into jujitsu for a little while. Um, I got into that. Um, right now would be maybe, uh, dirt bikes. Dirt bikes. That's what my son, Mm -hmm. yeah, that's what my son's into. Um, I do have a dirt bike myself. Um, I don't know. I don't know what else I could say about hobbies. That's good. But, but I mean, so that that's hobby stuff music uh i I like about any kind of music but usually my my most stuff i listen to is uh rap hip-hop and i don't i don't really much i do like some of the new stuff obviously but most of the stuff i like is like stuff that we listened to growing up and Late late nineties, early two thousands to mid two thousands, uh, hip hop is kind of where my playlist. If you ever like pull up one of my play- playlists, you you'd find a lot of like Fifty Cent and Ludacris, and uh, uh, you you definitely catch some Tupac in there. Tube sock, some, yeah, Tube sock, Shakur. Um. Really, I'm just kind of like your normal guy who grew up in the 90s and 2000s, I would say. When you say most everybody, you know, and that, that's the thing, you know, you, you look at you look at some of the music that I listen to, you'd be you'd be really surprised because I, I really like some classic music and I, and I really like some off-the-wall stuff, too, that you'd be like, oh, my. Well, bringing from Oklahoma, people think that if you don't listen to country, then you're just not from here. And and to be honest with you, country is probably at my bottom list. Like, there's Same some here. songs that I like just because they... Older stuff, though. Kind of, Old. Yeah, older stuff, but, like, yeah, definitely not newer stuff. You don't like the bro country? No, no, okay, I, I didn't. Good. I didn't. I didn't get on that bro, bro country train good, with everybody. Good. But a lot, a lot of people say that I, I look like Luke Combs, which I, you know, I kind of see, I see a little bit of the resemblance, I guess. But um, I like a couple of his songs, you know. But for the most part, country is just not really my, my easy listening to my ears. But. Um, but so that's that's me on music uh movies um obviously like Preston has mentioned a bunch in this episode that I just really love James Bond I don't know I don't know why but I just absolutely love him <laughs> I'm in total love with the movies yes. the character everything that you can think of James Bond if anybody who knows me, if anybody said, hey, name the first name that comes to your mind when you hear James Bond, it would be Dustin. Yep. So it, James Bond, do, secret lover. I do consider it a, um, a clinical problem, but I'm working That's okay. through it. Everybody's got, everybody has their vice or I'm something like that. It's, so I'm glad. 
I'm glad that. Um, so it, it's um, it's it's a biggest it's a big part of my life to where we felt it necessary to base the the um, the theme of this of this episode around it. Correct. Yeah, kind of like the main portion. Right. Even though I think we went into football a little deeper than we first we anticipated. Did. We got excited. We got but, really excited. But this this is the main this is the feature presentation. This is it. This is it. And and uh so so really the it was it was so weird because I've never really seen a James Bond movie up until probably I was in probably the first or second grade and um, the movie Tomorrow Never Dies had just came out um, on pay-per-view it was our had already been in the theaters it was in pay-per-view and we had a sleepover over at my house and my mom was finding a movie to put on and she found Tomorrow Never Dies and she put it on she bought it she I don't remember exactly how pay-per-view worked back in the early 2000s, late 90s. I can't remember exactly the date on the movie. I, I believe it was uh, 2000. 97, Tomorrow Never Dies. 97, Tomorrow Never Dies? Okay. Yep. So, um, 97, there was pay-per-view back then. Just a little side note. Um, That's where you had to actually call them and tell them that you wanted to order it. <laughs> That's funny you said. By that, the way, I'm pretty sure she called him. Yeah, and ordered that movie. So, um, anyways, that that is where my first love of James Bond came because, and I, and I really think that it just showcased a lot of the cool gadgets, and um, I don't know. Um, He's just—he's like a cool yeah. dude. He—he's—he's he's just a cool dude. He, he gets—he gets babes, you know. Back then, yes. you're probably like, man, he's got a cool babe, or like, man, right. she's hot, or something like that. Or man, look at those cool cars that he has. Man, he has cool guns. So know, second one grade. Thing, one thing I thought was just so awesome is in that movie, which I—I I could go on for days about this, but. One thing, and I'll just tell you what really drew me in on this movie, is this is the movie he had a BMW, and he had a cell phone that actually he could drive this car with it, and I and and young Dustin was just like, oh my gosh, this guy is the coolest guy I've ever seen in my life. Oh yeah, so I was hooked. So. To say that was the beginning, that is the absolute beginning of my love for James Bond. And since then, I have seen probably each movie at least will just be generous and say 20 times. I know I've seen I've seen each movie probably more than that now. Given the newer movies, like the Daniel Craig series, I haven't probably seen as much as the old ones, but they're there. I know them. So. 27 movies. 
I'm 27. Yeah, yeah. 27. 27, including the newest one. That's nuts. No Time to Die, which I actually just wow. watched. And we're not about uh, movie spoilers here, so I won't get into that movie. So I just will say, if you have not seen it, watch it. It's a very good movie. <sighs> Golly. Yeah, that's, <clears throat> that's nuts. Well, I, I drew up a few questions to ask you about um, your 007 fetish. Okay. And and then we're going to go into some trivia as well. Okay. Which you should pass. No problem whatsoever. We'll see. Some yeah. of those are tricky, but let's go. I'll give you a hint. So, you already started off saying that. That was the very first 007 movie you watched, which was Tomorrow Never Dies. That was actually one of my questions. Um, I had another question for you, actually. Um, pretty much... Well, you actually answered a couple of them. That's okay. It's no big sorry. deal. No, it's I'm okay. Sorry. That's, that's perfect. Sorry. It's good. We're going to go down to the next. Um, okay. Now, what is your favorite 007 movie? So, that that's a very hard question because, um, sadly, I just cannot put my finger on a favorite because my favorites go in in phases. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. I, I, I understand that. So, and and really, I haven't had just a whole lot of, um, of bad things happen in my life, but James Bond has helped me through a lot of uh, a lot of stuff in my in my life. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. So, like you know, I always know I can turn on one of those movies and and feel good. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? That's kind of one of my security blankets. Yeah. It's turned to that. Is now okay? Is there? How about this? Is there a 007 movie you find yourself watching more than the others? Yes, and I and I will say that that's what. I, so right now, it has been um, "Live and Let Die." Okay, and it's the if if anybody if anybody knows James Bond, they know it off the top of their head. But I really I really love the uh, intro song to that as well. I, I mean that's not what I like about the movie, but the intro of the song is a is a Beatles song, "Live and Let Die." Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's a it's it's a great it's a great com, uh, composure. Okay, yeah, that, that is cool. I didn't even if I have composer. seen that one. I'm it's sorry, been composure. It's been it's been it's a, a great long time. song too. So now, now is there one that you're kind of like, mm, it's okay that you don't really care for or watch uh, as much? Yes and no. They're, and that that could also go to as well your least favorite 007 actor because there was quite a few of them, like five or six, seven. So maybe. So I'll. So a lot of people who. Who I know, so, some of the other people they don't they don't like the Timothy Dalton uh, actor, which he only do two did two movies. Um, but I'll be honest with you, like you may not like him as an actor, but the movies that he was in, the the storyline is just is good on those. What about that that one? What's his name is like George Lazenby Niven. Is that one of them? Uh, Last no. name. Hold no. on. So, so there was. Um, yeah, it says. Sean it says Casino Royale. David so, Niven. 
Okay, so listen to this. So there actually was a James Bond movie that they tried to come out with. And go ahead, since you haven't pulled up, what's the year on it? It's like 50s? 67. 67, okay. Yeah. So it may have been during... So Dr. No was the first of the Sean Connery series of James Bond. But Casino Royale, the first one, not the 2006 release, but the first one... um, actually had this guy say his name again i believe his name is um david niven yeah david niven or niven n-i-v-e-n niven niven yeah Yeah. so i i actually owned the movie just because it wouldn't be right for me to be a huge james bond fan to not own all Mm -hmm. the stuff i actually owned the movie and i never watched all the way through because it is a very very hard movie to watch it is so weird and it's not a real serious movie but it's just it it definitely there's definitely a reason why they did not continue with that same guy and that guy looks like he's 80 James Bond is supposed to be 80 no he looks like like James Bond senior but like it's when just I, a, it was just a it, it's a weird movie. I don't recommend it, but I definitely recommend watching it just to see exactly what it's all what it's all about. But um, so obviously you have that guy, um, Sean Connery, um, George Lazenby was the second actor. And then the third, uh, in between uh, Sean Connery and uh, he was in between Sean Connery and um, my gosh, why did I just draw a blank? Uh, Roger Moore, Timothy Dalton, then Timothy Dalton, then Pierce Brosnan, and then uh, oh my gosh, Daniel Craig, Daniel Craig. Thank you. So, anyways, um, my favorite James Bond, hmm, that's, I would have to give to Roger Moore. Roger Moore. I know that's weird, but I find Roger Moore's character a little bit more witty, not taking any of the wit from uh, Sean Connery. I think they're... They definitely have, but just the way the way um, the way Roger Moore uh, carries himself is a little bit more witty and and funnier, and it, it just I don't know. That's just my personal opinion. So de- definitely enjoy all of them equally, but if I had to put a favor, I would definitely say Roger Moore. So, anyways, back to your question, sir. Is so, this is kind of a weird question, but do you have a favorite character other than James Bond himself? Or is James Bond, the movie's your favorite, but James Bond isn't your favorite character, if that makes sense? Uh, so, like, could you, could like, maybe, like, who's my favorite villain, maybe? It, yeah, it could be anybody. I guess who you like the most out of the James Bond series. I really, I really liked um, 
obviously Jaws. Yeah, that's cool. I think he. I think. I think he's he's pretty nostalgic. Whenever you think of James Bond villains, mm-hmm. um, I really I really like the relationship between James Bond and Felix Leiter, which is his CIA contact for the U.S. Um, which they they changed actors throughout the movie series uh, from the who played the Felix Leiters, um, but. For the most part, their their relationship it's it's pretty cool. It's kind of like a professional professional work slash personal like brother relationship. You know what I mean? Like they is it's just I don't know. It's kind of a cool relationship, but definitely probably my favorite like villain or whatever would be probably Jaws or or definitely like the Blofelds. Um, which is like the main Spectre. He's the lead of Spectre, which is like the their crime crime family or whatever you could you want to call it, like the crime group against the U.S. slash world or whatever. It's kind of like a world domination type thing. But okay, but let's see. You know what's funny is I actually had about eight questions. Mori answered him somehow. I'm sorry. Okay, how about this? This is another one. Is there anybody else in your family that that likes James Bond as much as you, or likes him quite a bit more? You know, quite a bit. So my nephew. Um, so my nephew, he's kind of he kind of he was around before all three of my kids, so he kind of was my my little guy. You know what I mean? Little sidekick. So, yeah. So he he. Uh, you know, old Uncle Dustin. He he um, he showed him the James Bond, and my sister in law tells me all the time that he he likes to watch him, and, and sometimes for his uh, Christmas, I'll throw in a James Bond movie. You know, just kind of keep him up to date. That's cool. With some of the James Bond, so so I would I'd probably say my my nephew Brayson, but my mom my mom's a pretty good my mom's a pretty. Uh, James Bond fan, I would say too. Okay, let's um. So me, I, I I feel like I feel like everybody now has a pretty good grasp of of why you like James Bond and <clears throat> and you know mm-hmm. and th- and things like that. And so, I guess the next so, thing that we were wanting to come up with is kind of do a trivia type deal. Unless you wanted to add it to anything. Yeah, let me oh. add something. Um, so, so, and I don't really talk about this a whole lot, and you know, I'm not here to just kind of just pour out my whole life or whatever. But you know, J- like like I said earlier, J- James Bond kind of helped me through some tough times, and and I'm not saying I had a bunch of tough times in my life, but you know, I a lot of the movies just it. It brings back memories. Does that make sense? Yeah, kind of certain certain thing. memories. Right, and it's like you know, I, I, I spent time at my grandparents' house, and I remember there was this one. There's this one uh, holiday. I can't remember if it was Christmas or birthday or something because my birthday is obviously November, but it was around it was around this time, and I had got this uh, this like box set of 007 movies, and I took them over. 
to my grandparents because I stayed over there for the week or during the when we were off of school. And the movies that I had in that box set, which obviously wasn't the full series, but the ones that I have, I can really relate to those. And it just, it's almost like an outlet. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. James Bond movies just make me think of those times. And it yeah. makes me think of those memories that I have with my grandparents and then, you know, the times that you have. So, and then like back to what I was saying, like James Bond's kind of like a security security blanket you know some people have like a, a a feel good movie that you know if they're not having a good day or if they're not feeling good or something's going on you know they, yeah. they may have maybe lost somebody you know they can always kind of turn to <clears throat> a movie or not even movie maybe like a a song you know just in this instance mine's a movie but Something that makes them feel good, you know what I mean? Yeah, just anything, for sure. So, you know, James Bond definitely was that for me. So, you know, I know it's kind of kind of goofy or whatever, but, you know, I actually have a, a James Bond tattoo. And it just kind of, you know, yeah, I'm a, I'm a huge, I'm a huge James Bond person, you know, and I love the movies, but it kind of, it kind of, to me, has a, a personal level. And so I felt like that was important enough to, you know, get a tattoo of it or whatever. It kind of, it just, it, it, it really, it kind of means a lot to me. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. I mean, certain. So, so some of the memories that are tied to James Bond, it, it just, you know, that was just one of the things that some of my memories kind of hung on to. I mean, everybody has that thing that, like, they're kind of significantly, significantly attached to. So, right. I mean, you know, what, whatever it be, that's just, you know, you know, that, that's pretty cool. I don't, like so, I said, I, I don't, I've never met anybody else who likes James Bond as much as you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So anyways, so let's, let's get on with this trivia. Enough of the sappy stuff. Are you ready for the trivia? Yes. You've been studying? No. Well. You're in trouble. Life for this. Okay. Is this is this what this this whole thing is? You've been training for this day. This is what it comes down to. This what separates the men from the boys. That's right. Okay. Here it is. All right, run it. Are you ready for this? Run it. Let's okay. Go. Here we go. I'm excited. What is Jaws' only line in the Bond movies? A. So long, Mr. Bond. B. What's your hurry? C. Well, here's to us. Oh, okay. You already said it. It is here's to us. He goes, well, here's to us. Okay. Okay. Ding, 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 ding. That's what I like to hear. Next question. What bikini-clad seashell hunter does Bond meet in Dr. No? A, Honey Rider. Honey Rider. Oh, dadgum, you are good. <laughs> Let me finish the question, okay? Okay, I'm sorry. No, I'm so sorry. okay. Okay, next question. How does Bond test his magnetic wristwatch in Live and Let Die? He, um, he turns on his watch and it pulls the spoon off of his boss M's uh, cup. 
Yes, that's it. Or a saucer. That is it. All right. What was the actual answer? It says he uses the magnetic watch to unzip a dress. Oh, he, no, that wasn't the actual first. See, I know more than this thing. Okay, okay. Honestly, real real James Bond fans out there would know that. So, What kind of vehicle is W007 issued in Moonraker? I would just have to say uh, Aston Martin DB5. Or I can read the answers off to you. Yeah, yeah. Give me the answers. Spaceship, gondola, double-decker bus, or a car? For real? <laughs> That's all it is. It didn't Did, even tell what kind of car? Didn't he have like a spaceship car? No. No? Okay. I mean, the Moonraker is about spaceships, but... Yeah. Anyways, what's the answer? Gondola... He's issued a gondola? Said, Bond has issued a gondola made by Q Branch that features a hidden engine and steering controls and can convert into a hovercraft to move on land as well oh. as water. Because like he has his boat and he's rowing it, and then it turns into a car on the street. I, <laughs> I should have known that one. That's okay. What is Q's first name? I don't know that. Ooh. What are the, what are the, what are the uh, options? Man, there's some weird names, so if I like get them wrong or butcher them... So I know his actual name, like so the actor. There's... The actor's Des- Desmond Llewellyn, but go on. Horatio, Cuthbert, Algernon, or Quentin? I would say Quentin. That's what I'm saying. No. And never, it says, and never say never again, Bond refers to Q as Algernon or Algy during his gadget outfitting session. <laughs> That's awesome. That is awesome. All right, one more. And That's then let's good. get out of here. All right, we'll do one more. Here we go. What is the name of Bond's ancestral home? Well, so it has a deer on there. I know that. Um, you might have to give me some... Uh, some options on that one we'll go south bay graystoke palmria skyfall well it's a skyfall one obviously yeah son of a gun you get better one. fine fine what initials are on the coffin at the beginning of thunderball jbb mm, yep <laughs> <laughs> see it's pointless all right, that's good. <laughs> Obviously, you're gonna love it. That's good. Yeah, you passed the test. That's pretty thank good. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I told you there's gonna be some tricky ones in there. There are. There's some tricky ones. So, so I will, I will say that I have probably watched the older ones more than the newer ones. Uh, and I was actually talking to my mom about this. I really feel like I. I like the older ones up until they get to like the the mid nineties. Does that make sense? Yeah. Because like they start throwing a lot more like romantic stuff in there, and it's almost kind of like a kind of like a they 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 focus more like on the love story than they do like the action and the wit and stuff like that. So. By all means, I love the I love the movies and I love all the movies, but 
I really enjoy the older ones more than I do like the 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 mid nineties and up. And I really like the Daniel Craig series too. So yeah, but I I tend to watch the the older ones more than than most. So for show, for show, but. So I hope y'all enjoyed that. That was that was about me. So next episode will be about Preston, and I know it won't. I will take my my week to because I, I I know quite a bit about him. So I I know, I know the questions to ask. So I'm gonna have to have to put my arsenal together. I'm gonna sw- I'm gonna switch I'm gonna switch it all his up. Firing range. He I'm gonna switch. I'm gonna switch it up. Nobody gonna know. But we, this is a record for episodes now. We're at like an hour and a half, maybe a little over. Yeah, a little over. Yeah, this is this is good. We're 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 creeping on two hours right now. We were sailing. I felt like we could go another hour easy. Honestly, not even lying. Easy. So that was cool. I really enjoyed that. Hope everybody did too. It was fun. So yeah. So like I said, next time Preston. All about Preston. We'll we'll keep with our saying. We'll talk about football and stuff. Hopefully, we won't go so much off. But we're we're we were pretty excited about the NFL. Stuff. Yeah, we'll be we'll be no we'll we should know who's you know getting past the division around with our next episode. Yeah. So yeah, that that definitely. will be cool, and maybe throw some other things in there as well. So maybe we'll do some Pro Bowl talk. Maybe some of that Pro Bowl games that we talked about earlier in the episode had what had happened or happening while we're recording the next episode and talk about how kind of uh, know who's going to be in the Super Bowl and stuff so we can do some Super Bowl talk how trash uh, Call of Duty is right now yeah how horrible. it's crap so we'll talk more about that yeah. go on for another hopefully it'll be minutes. fixed by then but we'll still talk shit about it yeah so so cool so yeah so Cool. Episode four, all about Dustin. Hope y'all enjoyed. All about James D. Bond. Da, 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 da. Yeah, sing it. So, um, I'm Dustin. This is Preston, November Zone, episode four. We'll catch y'all next time. Thank you for being here and thank you for all the support. And we'll catch you next time. Peace out. See ya. Mm-hmm.